Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome back to the Life Group Leader Podcast. We are cruising along in our fall series, You Are. And this week, we're going to be looking at one of the more interesting kind of parts of our identity, as uh, as we may find. This one, I think, is going to be something that is oftentimes confused, things that we may not fully engage in conversation about, which is probably why it's really important for us in our discussion groups, our life groups, to get into this conversation about what does it mean to be strangers in this world. So Jeremy, as we get started here today, what's the big idea? Help us orient ourselves around the main objective of this topic. Yeah, I, I love the way you teed it up right there, that it's so often misunderstood. And and we see in scripture that the world is no longer our home because our, our citizenship is in heaven. And we'll talk about today what that really means. It doesn't mean we don't care about the world we live in. It doesn't mean at all that we don't care about the way we live, uh, quite the contrary, but that our ultimate allegiance is is to the kingdom of heaven. And and so because we no longer identify uh, with this world as our primary home, our primary realm of authority and, and allegiance, uh, we're strangers or aliens. Um, and And for all of us, that's an uncomfortable feeling, right? It, it can be awkward. It can feel, uh, no one wants to feel like the stranger. Uh, and so we're going to look at what that really means. This one is a fun topic, I think, as we, it's really easy to open up with this topic. Uh, you know, if you have any friend that grew up in a different country and moved yeah. to America, they have like awesome stories of what it's like to be in America as as an adult going, I feel very, like, I feel like a stranger, right? Or if you have a story similar to mine, I didn't become a Christian until I was 18 years old. And so when I joined the church, I felt like a stranger in the church because yeah. it's like, what are we? Do we put our hands up in this like song? You want to hold my <laughs> hands when we pray? <laughs> like, what is going on? You know, so this idea of feeling like a stranger um, is an easy one to kind of open up with. So anything you'd encourage our leaders to prepare with uh, as we as we get going in this one? Yeah, probably just a great way to open up this time together as a group is to think of, of those stories in your own life, uh, especially ones that are, uh, you may have some that are kind of profound in some ways, uh, but usually they're more just sort of embarrassing or or you felt like a lot of pressure to conform to a certain, uh, a certain behavior or type of dress. Um, that you just weren't accustomed to. And so uh, just be vulnerable and and really maybe uh, humorous with the way you kind of open up this time to help kind of ease the tension of what does it really mean to be a stranger uh, in a place that's not ultimately our home. And so what's the, like, when we talk about this idea of being a stranger, how is it that you hope that through our discussion we're going to reorient our understanding of what it means to be a part of, you know, humanity and America, perhaps, um, but but a Christian. I just, you know, I'm, I, I can sense that we're going to have a little bit of challenge in our groups, especially if people miss the weekend service. 
Jeremy, how would you sort of instruct or guide us in this? Because I think that that's a way that we're going to get deeper in this discussion, but I'm really curious what you have to say. The, the main thing that I would like people to walk away with is that how we act, our, our behavior, our actions, our attitudes, just our disposition, it matters deeply. Uh, I'd say for me growing up, this kind of idea was almost licensed to, to not care, uh, to maybe be disrespectful, uh, you know, to think, well, uh, if someone's not a Christian, I don't have to listen to them or uh, they have no say in my life. Or for some people, uh, to not care about the world around us or temporary things because it's all going to burn anyway, right? We're all going to fly away to heaven, uh, you know, like the old bluegrass song, like when I'll fly away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we want to see that because we're living as part of the kingdom of heaven now here on earth, that our lives, our actions, our attitudes matter tremendously because they reflect Christ, our King. That's exactly right. I think, sadly, we can read scriptures like this, and I know like the supplemental scripture this week's Philippians 3.20, our citizenship is in heaven. Um, We can look at that, and we feel like it gives us license to disregard the earthly citizenship or the earthly community that we're a part of feeling like this is just temporary. Why invest? Why waste my time? But as we're going to see in this, not only this passage, but really in what Jesus is establishing with his people is that, yeah, we're not, we're not necessarily citizens of, of earth for the long haul. We are temporarily though, which means that while we're here, we get to point and and cast a light onto the future of the kingdom that everyone gets to be a part of. Right? It's an invitation for us to actually be evangelistic in this community that we are a part of because every person has the invitation to be resident aliens, right? Yeah. The citizens of a future that they get to be a part of too. Yeah. And that imagery, one more time, Peter is referring back to, you know, Peter as, as a good Jewish um, citizen. He's referring back to this Old Testament, what we would call Old Testament imagery. Um, And throughout the Old Testament law, there's laws about the way you are to treat strangers and exiles. And so to be a stranger or an exile does not mean that you're not a person, does not mean that you don't abide by the laws of the land. Uh, But it means that you are uh, you're in a place to where maybe your customs, uh, your sense of of right and wrong, authority uh, is not shared by the people around you. And so it doesn't negate our humanity by any means. Uh, In fact, we're saying we're living by the authority of the one who created us. This is what it means to be truly human. This is Hmm. what God desires for us to live out in the world that he created uh, and and declared it good. And when we look to to Revelation, we see heaven and earth uh, coming together in the new Jerusalem. So, um, God cares about the world he created, and he created us to live in such a way that we uh, bring flourishing and and life and goodness uh, to the world all around us in our relationships and uh, our work and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It reminds me of just the the series we did over the summer of just hope and hopeless times. Nothing gives me greater hope than knowing that my citizenship is not dependent on placing my hope here on earth, hope in all the things around me, because things are broken. People are struggling. I'm struggling. I'm broken, right? If I place my hope in any of those things, I'm, I'm missing where my true citizenship is. 
I get to be reminded that my citizenship is in heaven, which is ultimately where I want to place my hope. And therefore, I get to bring that hope into this earth. I get to bring the hope, pulling it from my future state into my current state, which is this beautiful picture of eternity begins now, right? It's not just simply I'm waiting until the earth well, till Jesus returns, the earth is destroyed, my or I die, whatever comes first. It's like, no, I get to live eternity now. And the beautiful picture of being a citizen of heaven is that that began the day I gave my life to Jesus. And every day I get to choose, I get to be grateful for the country I live in. I get to be grateful for the family I have and the life that we have now. And I get to know that there is hope beyond what I can physically see right in front of me. Yeah. Uh what you just referred to, some of the, the questions and the discussion guide will hopefully lead us to those points of when we recognize that those things uh, aren't where we ultimately find our hope, they don't determine who we are and we trust uh, a higher authority in our lives and, and God and, and the life that Christ modeled for us and that the Holy Spirit makes possible and empowers us to live. Uh, that we no longer have to feel um, like we desperately have to grasp onto things or uh, grow angry and lash out at, at people to protect or to get what we think we want or deserve. Uh, in reality, to be a stranger in this world is to live as someone who is more truly free uh, than all the people around us. And so there's a, a tremendous freedom um, to where the people around us aren't aren't enemies uh, but there are those who have not yet been set free by our King, and we want to invite them into that type of relationship. And and can the people around us see that difference in our lives? Can they see the joy and the freedom that comes from uh, serving, like we talked about last week, serving our King? And that we have said, I would, I want to be a part of His household, His kingdom, uh, His kingdom come, His will be done on earth right now as it is in heaven. Yeah. What, what, I mean, what, a, what an important distinction that we don't want people to look at us as Christians and say, man, they are so dismissive of everything going on because they have this ejector seat mentality of like, eventually I'm going to pull the ripcord and I'm out of here. But yeah. instead it's like, no, I, we should live in such a way that people go, man, they are unfazed by what's going on in the world. They are marked by hope and kindness and love and generosity. I want to be a part of them. Like that's the invitation that we have. That's, that's so good. So, so with that in mind, Jeremy, are there any um, pitfalls that we need to avoid? Are there any kinds of things that we just need to be cautious of? I have one, but I'm curious where you're going to take us. Yeah. I, I just really want us to walk away with that sense of, of hope um, and, and joy and freedom. And uh, really the last question in the discussion guide uh, kind of brings that all home for me of without being antagonistic or indifferent to the world around us, how can our loyalty to the king and the kingdom of heaven be a light of hope in the midst of a dark world? Okay, mine is a little different. <laughs> All right. My pitfall, my concern for this week is anytime we talk about citizenship, it can mm. turn political. And that's really not the point. I brought this up I can't remember yeah. when, but but not that long ago. I just am a little bit, I'm just a little hesitant of our groups looking at that word, getting fixated on, well, I'm a citizen of America. Like my citizenship is a political thing. Well, that's not at all what we're getting at here. Because once again, um, when Peter wrote this, he was not thinking about you know, governments and, and systems of hierarchy and things like that. His When we refer to citizenship, we're, we're really talking about 
um, your ultimate allegiance. And the beauty is we get the invitation to say, similar to last week, as we talked about being his servant, to say, we're choosing this. We're, we're choosing to be a part of a kingdom that we were undeservedly invited into. And yeah. because of what Jesus did on the cross for us, we are given a new citizenship that we did not deserve. And my gosh, it's going to be an eternal place for us. So let's not get locked up and stuck on thinking about the temporal when we have the eternal in front of us. Absolutely. So leaders, we are grateful for you. We hope that um, you have a great discussion this week. Um, I hope that it is not only a fruitful one, but it is one where eyes are opened in a new way. I am praying that your uh, that, that every person in your group has an, an opportunity to open up those spiritual eyes to see things as God sees them, that we might see with our citizen of heaven eyes as opposed to citizens of America eyes. And let's just see what God wants to invite us into, that we may see like he sees so that we could do what Jesus did. We pray, all, we pray that uh, you have a great discussion that, again, moves you towards action and living differently in your communities. We are grateful for you. All right, take care.